Welcome to another podcast. I'm Dan, and today we have Ryan Gillick with us. Tell us a little bit about how you got into comics and what interested you about them. Okay, so I've always been a big, like, avid fan of comic book-related movies. Ever since, you know, I've... I grew up, you know, I'd go to, I'd go see movies, and I see movies alone all the dang time because I love movies that much. You know, they're just kind of a way for me to escape, so when I got into reading comics, you know, via comic book related movies, mostly Marvel, you know, starting in like 2008, I guess made a connection for me personally because it allowed me to escape some of the hardships that I've kind of had in life. You know, it's allowed me to think outside the box. I mean, I remember the first Marvel movie that I had seen in theaters was Iron Man back in 2008. I remember going with my parents. It was my dad, my little brother, my little sister. We went and saw Iron Man, and it was just the coolest thing ever. And now, almost 15 years later, 22 movies in, Marvel has created this this amazing MCU universe um, for their movies. And it brings people together. And comics, they do that. And I'm not big into collecting yet. I'm more into doing character reviews and um, kind of event breakdowns on my YouTube channel. Uh, I take special requests and whatnot. So that's kind of what I focus on because I love just diving into a character, being my goofy self, informing people, but also entertaining them at the same time. And I think that's how I'm going to stand out. Tell us a little bit more about your channel and how you pit each character against one another. So with that, okay, so I have my channel. My YouTube channel is called Comic Comics. It's on YouTube, and on that I primarily do uh, character reviews where I'll break down a specific character, say Ant-Man, something like that. You know, I'll pick a character and I'll break them down depending on what's kind of trending at the moment. On my Instagram page where I promote my YouTube channel, that's where those battles happen. So what I'll do is my audience is about, I want to say, 5,500 followers strong right now, which is fantastic. I will take suggestions from them on who they want to see battle each other because I could pick characters all day. And, you know, people will they'll get engaged, but not as much as they would if, oh, this guy is taking my choice, making a post about it, and then all these other people are commenting on who they think would win and that really gets the engagement up which is fun so yeah i take suggestions mostly kind of like how i do my videos like if somebody comments and they want to see say spawn like a you know origin of spawn you know i'll do that because audience you know you treat them like royalty because if you make it successfully on youtube or any platform like facebook instagram whatever they are your meal ticket you have to get them to actively engage in everything that you do. So making posts like that, and I'll even give them shout outs. I'll be like, hey, El Churro Alzul. You know, he's one of my, you know, more, um, I guess, consistent uh, commenters, you know, one of my audience members. And, you know, say he wants to see a character breakdown or something like that, or characters fight. So like Iceman versus Firestorm. You know, I'll be like, El Churro Azul asked me who would win in a fight, Fire, Storm, or Iceman. Who wins, you decide. And that really gets people interested as far as, you know, like engagement on the channel because they get to say their two cents. I have one guy, KM Neves, who always gives me stats on who he thinks would win. 
and they are pretty dang reliable to the point where I'll take them, post the stats on my story, and get people interested. Like, hey, do you think these stats are right? You know, like 7 out of 10 or 56 out of 100, whatever it may be at the time, you know, I'll get their input on it because the audience is key on that Instagram platform. And I'm hoping, and I've already done this, I've pulled people from my Instagram to my YouTube channel, which I see a lot of YouTubers nowadays, they'll pull from their YouTube to their Instagram. Their Instagram will be posts like, hey, link in bio, go f- go check out my YouTube video. But Instagram is such a platform for this comic book related stuff that it's so easy to pull audience members and followers from there to YouTube easier than it is YouTube to Instagram. A good example of that is Variant Comics. They have... 1.5 million f- subscribers, something like that. They might be a little higher on their YouTube channel. But on their Instagram, they've only got 36,000 followers because all they post is screenshots of you know their thumbnail and say link in bio. Well, Instagram is such a tool for that that I'm kind of flipping it and using both of them to promote you know this comic book fandom relation type thing. And it's really kind of... Uh, made a big impact on these people and you know they really love seeing that I'll have people from my Instagram page go over to my YouTube channel and comment like after they see a battle they'll be like oh I want to see a breakdown of this guy and I'll be like go comment on my YouTube channel go comment on a thing say hey I want to see this and I'll do it for you because like I said audience is important you mentioned a couple aspects about the characters and how that works out exactly how do you figure out what their strengths are what their abilities do, things like that. Okay, so with that, that's that's really easy. So research is key because if you put the wrong information out there, people are going to call you on it, like straight up. They'll be like, that's bullshit. And, I mean, that's just how it is. If you put the wrong information out there, people are going to say something about it. So I always, even if I know the character, because I know a ton of comic book characters, even if I think that I know everything there is to know about them, I'm doing my research and... They have some great pages out there where dedicated fans and people who have read comics will go through and they'll update information like Comic Vine is a good one for, in general, pretty much any character, DC or Marvel, Dark Horse, whatever it may be, Image, you know, for all those characters. And then you got like Marvel Fandom, you got DC Fandom. I mean, you have all these pages where you can get the information, and even Wikipedia. I know a lot of people say don't use Wikipedia, but it's a really good source because it has a lot of information that you can cross-check on these other pages. So a combination of all those sites is kind of where I get all that information, like first appearances, who created them, who drew them, stuff like that. I get all that from the sites because I want to make sure that all my information is correct, that way that my production quality is good, my information is good, and my entertainment is good because those are three things that are going to make me stand out above everybody else because the only person that I've seen out there comic channel-wise that that does that is Variant, and they're very informative, and the production quality is high, but they're not all that entertaining. Like, I'm a funny guy, and I put that in my videos. So, like, each month I'll do a character arc-related video for my character, Ryan Gillig, as he goes through these comic book trials. Like, the first one was Iron Fist, and I go back in time to the 60s to break down Black Mana. And then I come back in the next episode via Brainiac, and Brainiac takes control of me, and then I'm dressed like Brainiac. 
and then Shazam, you know, I say Shazam in the next one, changes me back. I end up going through a portal after that and getting shot into the future to do Spider-Man 2099. So it's it's kind of that comic book arc that'll be done month by month where I can spend a little more on the video to do visual effects and stuff to really keep them entertained. Because I've done, you know, one-off videos like Carnage. I did a little comedy sketch where I was talking to myself in the mirror and Carnage pops out and scares the shit out of me. I mean, stuff like that. You know, I've done that and... People really love to see that, those little things, because my videos, they're informative, and they keep people entertained long enough to watch the entire video and go, oh, I'm going to watch this video, I'm going to watch this video, I'm going to watch this video. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I try to do with that. Yeah, audience, I uh, can't say it enough. You know, they're royalty. you got to give them what they want, tell them what they need to know, because that's what they're there for. That's the beautiful thing about the YouTube platform and there's so many, you know, things that are changing with that. And I'm just, you know, I'm excited to, you know, be taking that journey and getting to embark on, you know, that ride of a lifetime. If someone was to ask you about your favorite comic book character, if you wanted to put two characters against one another, who would you pick as your favorite? That's my favorite. Oh, there's so many characters out there. I get that question all the time because I personally take the time to message almost all of my followers being like, hey, thank you for following me. What is your favorite comic book platform? Marvel, DC, you know, another or both. Oftentimes, you know, I'll ask them what are their favorite characters and all that other jazz. And they'll come back after answering with, hey, what is your favorite character? And that's a, that's a hard one because there are so many characters out there that are just fantastic. Um, if I had to pick off the top of my head right now for Marvel, I'm in between Robbie Reyes's Ghost Rider, which debuted in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think it was two seasons ago, and Spider-Man 2099, which we saw a tease from, spoiler alert, at the end of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Those are kind of my two favorite uh, Marvel characters right now that I've kind of really dug into. Like I said, there are so many cool Marvel characters that they have out there. From, you know, Venom, Spider-Man, Thor, Iron Man, even villains like, you know, Thanos, Galactus, all that. You know, all those cool, uh, all those cool characters. For DC, I would have to say my favorite right now would have to be... If I have to go villains, I would probably end up going with Darkseed. Or Darkseid. Yeah, Darkseid. Darkseid. Yeah, Darkseid. I'd probably have to go with him and probably one of the iterations of the Green Lantern. I really like Hal Jordan specifically as a character because of the brightest day and blackest night storyline that they did years back which was fantastic and if I had to pair anybody up for battle I'd want something that is just crazy good as far as strength I wouldn't want somebody that like say Black Panther versus Dr. Manhattan because Dr. Manhattan would wipe Black Panther off the board it'd be more like if I had to match somebody up it would be the void um, iteration of Century and probably the base character of Dr. Manhattan because I think that would be a really awesome battle to see if I could see any specific battle with characters and I think that's one that I've done on my channel 
uh, my Instagram page because it was just so cool. It was one of the first ones I did in my my Battleverse championships that I do on my um, Instagram page. And that was one that really stuck out to me because, you know, there are cool iterations of characters like, you know, Captain Marvel. You know, she's she's got so many different iterations of herself, you know, including Binary, which is one of her stronger iterations. So it's really cool to see that kind of stuff and to know that kind of stuff. And those are the kind of things that I like to put in videos. Have you ever done a cross-platform versus DC versus Marvel? Have you done that at all? Oh, hell yeah. I do that all the time. I tell people, you know, like it's only limited to their imagination. Whoever they want to see battle, they can see battle. So, like, we've done, um, let's see, I know we've done Superboy Prime versus, gosh, I'm trying to think. It was a Marvel character that we ended up doing it for, and it was just fantastic and we see that all the time with cross-platform characters i get asked all the time hey can i do one from marvel and one from dc i'm like if you want to do one from dark horse comics and one from marvel and one from dc i wouldn't care because you know the battles they're they're up to the audience and if they want to see something that's cross-platform i'm not gonna be like no you can't do that you know you have to do this so like a good one that I'm checking out right now is we did Captain Marvel versus Trigon, which Trigon is DC and Captain Marvel is obviously Marvel. And we've done things like Nova versus Captain Marvel and Trigon versus Darkseid, Damage, which is DC versus Weapon H, which is Marvel. So, yeah, we do a lot of cross-platform battles because that's what people love to see. I mean, we got Moon Knight versus Batman. There are so many battles that we've done that are cross-platform. I mean, it's rare that, or it's not rare, but we get more cross-platform battles than we do on-platform battles, like Marvel versus Marvel or DC versus DC, because people want to see the characters that are similar in strengths from different comic book um, companies fight each other. And you see a lot of that on YouTube and whatnot, where they'll animate that, where it's like, Somebody who's the equivalent of somebody on the other side. So a Marvel equivalent to a DC equivalent. So like Moon Knight and Batman. They're pretty much equivalent, just different platforms. A lot of people say Darkseed and Thanos, where I don't agree that they're, you know, on the same power level, but they are similar aspects, you know, like, you know, Mr. Fantastic and Elongated Man, you know, stuff like that. So like you got Plastic Man too, which is, you know, kind of like that, that tri-group right there. So there are a lot of battles that we do, and I'll always do what the audience wants. I always ask them, hey, who would you like to see battle next? Um, I haven't done a battle versus championship in a while because it seems more popular that people see, you know, their own choices. That gives people enough time to put in their two cents on, he's going to kick that guy's ass right there. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. If someone were interested in getting into comics, and I know you don't collect comics right now, but if someone came up to you and said, hey, Ryan, what kind of advice would you give them? Obviously, I'd start with, you know, like researching your local comic book shops, because that is going to be where you get 90% of your information. I mean, they can help you with everything from finding comics to collecting specific issues, pointing out where you can go to get things that they don't have. I mean, your local comic shops are your number one source of information when it comes to collecting comics. I mean, that's just really kind of where it is. They're kind of your, you know, one-stop shop to 
start collecting comics. I mean, if you're really into it, I know um, there are sites where you can get your comics graded and then you can get them encased. I personally don't like to store comics that way. I love the little plastic sleeves with the acid-free cardboard and in a filing cabinet or something because that, that works for me. I know a lot of people out there that if they have like a first issue of like, say, the first introduction of Batman or something like that, they'll want that graded and possibly encased in a big plastic container because they can put it on display. That's just kind of where people start. They'll pick up comics and at their local comic shops and kind of go from there. So, I mean, if I had to give somebody advice, it would be find your local comic shop and ask them what you need to ask them because they probably will give you better advice than I could. I'm not a master. I don't know everything, but I'd like to think that I can help people out in that aspect. Great. Thanks for being with me today, Ryan. And thanks to everyone for tuning in today's podcast.